Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be listening. Thank you very much for tuning in to the All You Listening Now podcast, where I will talk about any and everything. I am your host, Johnny, back at it again for another week. Hey, yo, yo, shout out to all of the unheard of and somewhat useless holidays. Did you know that just in the month of August alone, there is a holiday for every day of the month. For example, today is National Toilet Paper Day, which I know a whole lot of people out there listening can appreciate considering when the pandemic started, everybody in their mammy was trying to get their hands on some of that white gold. <laughs> Nevertheless, I've had a very, very good week, and I certainly hope that you have as well. All right, I want to start off today's show as I always do, thanking everybody for taking time out of your day to tune in and listen. Also, I want to thank everybody who that has gone to my social media page, which can be found on Facebook by searching R-Y-L now. That's the word R spelled out, Y-L now on Facebook. If you enjoy the content you're listening to here, like what you're seeing there, give me a like, give me a follow. I would greatly Greatly appreciate it. Also, the podcast is being played pretty much anywhere podcasts are being aired and played. Uh, so whatever your favorite podcasting listening site is, obviously you can find the show there. Also, on many of these sites, there is a way to rate the show and leave a comment. So if you can do that for me as well, I will greatly, greatly appreciate it. Also, timestamps are found in the description of the show notes. So if there's a segment that you want to go back and listen to, you can find it there in the show notes. But on today's show, I have a couple of different subjects that I want to talk about that I feel are extremely important. And also for a lot of y'all out there that has been listening to the show, you all have heard me talk time and time again about finance and bringing up different things, you know, to help us with our financial journey. So I want to Throughout the show, play a little bit of a game. Going to throw some questions out there from a financial standpoint. And towards the end of the show, I will actually reveal the answers to those questions. But the first question I want to ask, and I'll give you time to, you know, grab pen and paper if you want to play along. First question is, what does compound interest mean? Does it mean A? Interest that you have to pay back for not paying off your credit card? Is it B, interest that comes by reinvesting gains? Or is it C, interest that you get the longer you get a paycheck? I'll give the answer to this question at the end of the show. But the first segment I want to get into today is something that I think is pretty, pretty significant. With us hopefully being on the back nine of the pandemic, many people are looking for cities, states, and even countries for that matter to reopen. But amidst this happening, another epidemic was taking place and a lot of people are starting to notice. This being people quitting their jobs at an alarming rate. 
Back in April of this year, the Labor Department found that about 4 million people quit their jobs, which is a record. Because of this, certain industries like the restaurant industry and hospitality, for example, are having a hard time finding people who want to work for them. Now, there are a number of different factors as to why this is happening, and I wanted to provide my two cents on why I believe this is happening. The main one, in my opinion, of why this is happening is simply because people are sick of some company's bull for as long as boss and employees have been a thing. There have been companies or people who run these companies who don't always treat their employees like their partners that they are, but instead they treat us like replacement cogs. Now, everybody who works for anyone, including myself, by the way, should know or have the understanding that we are just a piece of this larger picture and that we can be replaced at any time. This is supposed to be a unwritten and unspoken aspect of every business, but sad to say some employers started to break the fourth wall and bring this to the forefront and people are just sick of it. Why put up with your crap when I can just pull a LeBron and take my talents to another company? A survey done by Microsoft showed that 41% of people were thinking about quitting their jobs within the calendar year, which would speak to some of this. The other reason I believe people are quitting or really thinking about it is simply because of the real reality that some people's psyche has changed due to being at home and away from people for more than a year. Because of this, to then be told that you have to switch your mindset back to going back into a building and dusting off some of those old people skills that you really haven't had to use in over a year. I couldn't find any data to actually back me up on this, but I have known plenty of people who once they found out that their job was going to bring them back into the building and with no hybrid type schedule, you know, couple of days in, couple of days out, they either went on LOA or they just simply quit. Considering that a lot of productivity numbers have shown that a lot of companies that allowed their employees to work from home, production actually picked up on average 47%. You would think that companies would continue work from home or have some in office and then at home type of hybrid schedule. But a lot of companies are kind of sticking to that old way of doing things and no brick and mortar. Another reason for this happening is also tied to people just needing to make more money. And if companies aren't going to pay, people will leave. The pandemic, I believe, showed everyone that nothing is guaranteed and with a majority of people in the U.S. and in the world for that matter, unfortunately, living paycheck to paycheck, bringing in more money to either save or build back up is needed. 
It also made people who either lost their job or was fortunate to keep their job to question if we are getting fair compensation for our talent. The answer is no. In case any employer out there is listening, and I believe the message is starting to be heard loud and clear, considering most employers are raising what they are willing to pay people and coming up with different incentives to get people in the door. It's a good start, but I think we can do more. Before I get to my last point, just to make sure I bring this up, yes, I do know that the Fed's handling of this whole situation and handing out money like they're a two-for-one coupon caused maybe some people to probably do things that made them lose their job so that way they would be allowed to file for unemployment. I just don't think that was too high on their concern for people quitting their jobs, but I will acknowledge that it was a thing. My last point for why many people are saying screw you to their companies is because of what I like to call the theme of the pandemic, which is self-care. Do I have data to back me up on this? No, but I do think that most people are no longer willing to sacrifice their health to go into a job that not only doesn't show that they appreciate them, but also isn't what they really want to do anyway. Most people in the workforce aren't working in a place they love and see a career where they work. So if they get sick, they would just call out. And if they get pressure to come in or stay instead of, you know, obviously leaving, then I just think they just going to be out of there. I hope that with all this happening, the whole thought process of how employers treats their workers and workers being more mindful in the places we choose to work will change. After all, working for a company is supposed to be a partnership. The employer needs the employees just as bad as the employees needs the employer. It has always and will always be the way business works. The great companies who don't want a high retention rate know this and make sure to do or even put in some of what I talked about that shows the people that they hire, that they are valued. For companies that don't, well, this will be their fate for the foreseeable future. Hopefully, the message will get received. All right, before I switch to this, Question number two of the financial game is saving money into your Roth IRA until you are blank won't cause you to have to pay taxes. Is it until you are 66? Is it B until you are 55? Or is it C until you're 59 and a half? The answer to that question will be at the end of the show. All right, let me switch to my next topic. And man, there have been a lot of epidemics happening lately. And another one 
that's a hot button topic is the growing, I don't agree with what you're saying, so I'll just make sure I shut you up, also known as censorship. So I will say that even though I'm totally for freedom of speech, it doesn't mean that you should just be able to go anywhere you like and say whatever you want. Kaepernick's ban in the NFL and Trump's ban from just about everything social media speaks to this. I know privately owned companies like the ones I mentioned have the right to kick off and ban anyone from using or being in their organizations. The problem here is that with the division that is growing here in the U.S., companies are basically kowtowing to whichever side of the political aisle you seem to be on. At first, it started with we need to ban hate speech, which I do understand, but since that's a pretty broad brush to paint, it's now easily turned into if you don't agree with my side, is hate and you're banned. Here's an example of what I'm talking about. There was a story done by the Associated Press that detailed a pretty false claim that Governor DeSantos of Florida, which is the new target of the media for some obvious reasons in some cases, but they detailed how the Regeneron antibody treatment was being invested into by Governor DeSantos and that it is the main reason why he is pushing this drug and not so high on the vaccination was the premise of this article. Matter of fact, the title of the article for anyone who wants to find it is called DeSantos Top Donor Invest in COVID Drug Governor Promotes, which if that's not a gotcha journalism title, I don't know what is. Now, of course, with a title like this, you would think it's what the title says, but of course it's not. It's very misleading. The Dos Santos camp isn't going to take this lying down. So his spokesperson comes out and basically tells the AP in a few words that this whole story that was written is a bunch of crap via Twitter. The AP then goes on to write a response telling the Dos Santos spokesperson that they need to stop bullying and harassing the AP journalist. So just like the good trying to shut up people that Twitter has succumbed to, they stepped in and banned it. Guess who? If your answer was the spokesperson from the Dos Santos camp, then you are correct. She was banned for 12 hours and was made to delete those tweets since they were deemed abusive behavior. Nothing happened to the AP journalist's account that wrote that misleading article, and we all can see why that is. More and more of this censorship is happening, but it is starting to get pretty lopsided to which side is being silenced. You know, I miss the good old days when I grew up where you would bring up your point of view and I would bring up my point of view. And as long as we didn't get into disrespecting one another, you know, talking about each other's mamas, uh, we could have a conversation and either agree or agree to disagree. And then we went on 
having at least heard the other side out. Libs were friends with conservatives, and I didn't have to think that you were a horrible person because you thought differently. It's interesting when you think about it. Way back in the day, during an era that America is still trying to recover from, the folks who believed in slavery and were as racist as they come believed that their side was right and everyone else was wrong, so we need to make sure that we shut them down and shut them up. Fast forward to the present day, and now what seems to be the side of right, who are anti-racist and tearing down racial oppression, is in a lot of ways starting to do that very same thing because they are right and the opposing view is wrong. There's a saying which goes that you have to be careful or you will become the very thing you swore you hated. And examples like this speaks to just how this is taking place. You shouldn't just ban somebody simply because you disagree with them. It's wrong, and by doing it, it doesn't make you any different than the people who were doing this same crap prior to you doing it. Private companies can do what they want, so if Twitter wants to be a social media platform for the left-wing way of thinking, that's their own choice to make. But the media certainly can't be that way, even though they've already kind of started to do that. And certainly, we all as individuals have to be willing to hear a different point of view. And as long as the person isn't disrespecting you or saying anything racist, bigot, misogynistic, or misandry, for anybody who doesn't know what misandry is, that's hating on men, then I believe that a conversation should be had without anyone getting censored. Before we continue to go far down this bottomless pit of dehumanization, we need to start back having these conversations and sometimes even debates. We need these differences because at the end of the day, that's what makes us human. All right, ladies and gents, it's the moment you all have been waiting for. I know you've wrote down your financial answers and you're like man i know this one. i know those so i'm gonna go ahead and get the answer we're gonna recap the questions i got a bonus question for y'all and let's see if y'all actually got these right there's a survey that was done by the way by acorn so shout out to them that showed that four out of every seven americans can't answer simple financial questions which to me is just mind-blowing which is why I'm very passionate about getting this knowledge out there. So that way, obviously, people who listen to the show can not only take it for themselves, but can also play it forward and spread that knowledge. So remember, the first question was, what does compound interest mean? If you answered B, you would be correct. For a basic example of compound interest, if you invest into a single stock ETF or a growth account, the gain that you would get from it is reinvested back into it 
which causes your total earned to increase, which is called compound interest. Question two, saving money into your Roth IRA until you are blank won't cause you to have to pay taxes. If you answered C, 59 and a half years, then you would be correct. At 59 and a half years, you can take any money out that you put in and has been accrued from this account and it will be tax free. Fun fact, this also applies to 401ks as well. Question three, this bonus question. So if you got those first two right, kudos to you. If you didn't, no worries. You have the answer now. So it's all about increasing your financial knowledge. My bonus question. Let's go to question three. Which type of stock can you buy that will give you different shares of multiple companies? Is it a Tesla stock? Is it B, ETFs? Or is it C, bonds? I'm going to give you all a quick second to think about the answer. Time's up. If you answered B, you would be correct. An ETF provides more security than a single stock since it has more companies in it, which doesn't allow you to have to have as much risk as a single stock. For example, the XLE, which is an energy ETF, has companies like Exxon, Chevron, and ConocoPhillips in it. Even if Exxon is down for the day, the rest of the companies inside the ETF could be up in the market. Therefore, you might not actually lose any money. Single stocks can gain more than ETFs, but they can lose way more than ETFs on average, which is why many investment experts will tell anybody that wants to invest in stocks to just put your money in an ETF or the S&P 500, which is basically a giant ETF. And if you do that, you'll be fine. All right, well, that was it for the financial game. And that was also it for today's show. Remember, if you like what you're listening to here, go to my Facebook page at RYL Now. That's the word R spelled out, YL Now on Facebook. Give me a like, give me a follow, tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Y'all have a very good week. Peace. Peace.